Welcome to Get Real with Richard Walter. I read uh, in this morning's New York Times about great inflation. You know, I had a spectacular career at a leading film school. I was uh, teaching screenwriting in Westwood uh, for uh, over 40 years. And I think there's good evidence that I did, did a good job. But one thing, one thing I did wrong, one failure was uh, my surrender Oh, uh, after not too, too many years uh, on the faculty, too great inflation. Um, uh, I mean, I, I still remember uh, um, a, uh, uh, a writer in, in, in the, the main class that I taught met, uh, there were eight writers around the table. We met once a week for three hours, and uh, in that session, two people would pitch their whole uh, script and be discussion about it. Um, mid-quarter, I would uh, uh, read the scripts in progress and then make notes and meet with the writers and then uh, do the whole thing over again at the end of the, uh, the quarter, read the whole script, uh, and then meet to, to um, review the notes. Uh, I would make notes in my own hand on the script as I, as I read through it. And then on the back of the last page, I would write my broad overview. And when I met with the writer, uh, as I did with each one at the end of the quarter to discuss the script, um, we would sit down together one-on-one and, and uh, look at that last page for the general comments and, and then turn through the pages uh, to see if there's anything that needs to be explained. Most of the comments within the pages were, were clear enough what they meant. The writer could agree or disagree, but, but she knew what, 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 uh, what the instructor's point was. Um, uh, but there, here and there, I did invent over the years a kind of a, a, a homebrew, freeze-dried uh, stenographic code uh, because uh, uh, it saved a lot of time. I could just make a note that meant something to me that I, that I knew what it meant, and then uh, we could, uh, when we sat down to review the notes, I could ex- I could explain it. And so I was at a meeting, uh, one of those those end of the quarter meetings with a particular writer, and she'd written a really fine script. It was an antebellum. Uh, Story set in the South, uh, um, in in what would become the Confederacy, but this is about twenty twenty years before the uh, uh, the Civil War, and uh, she had um, uh, uh, written the piece in um, uh, a fashion where she she did what sometimes writers do, uh, and I think it's a mistake, and that is transliterated the dialect. Um, it's okay uh, uh, for speech to be authentic in, in terms of the words that are spoken. Um, you can have a double negative if a particular character might say that. Uh, you might, might actually be talking that way. Um, don't tell me no lie about the... Da, 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 da. I mean, you know, a character might say that. That might not be genius from Shakespeare, uh, but there's no reason you have to be grammatical and, and, and correct uh, in, in, in that sense. But I do believe it's a mistake to transliterate dialect. That is to say, to spell out the way the words are pronounced or uh, mispronounced more, more commonly. Oh, like let's say uh, somebody's going somewhere. Uh, I'm going home. Uh, and and uh, they might say, I'm going home. And they might write a G-O-Y-N uh, apostrophe. I, 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 I recommend against that. In any event, this, this script, this antebellum script, 
a really, really good, good, good story. Uh, but the writer had um, indeed transliterated the uh, dialect. Uh, um, a word like uh, "darling" uh, uh, was was spelt D A H L I N apostrophe darling, and I urged her not to not to do that. Uh, and I urge all my podcast listeners. Not to do that. She said, "Oh, the uh, well, the actors need that." I said, "Well, you know, I am an actor, and I and I I know a zillion actors. Uh, uh, my sister's an actor, and her husband's an actor. <laughs> so many actors, and actors don't don't need that. Don't like that. They consider it condescending. They consider it patronizing. I mean, this is said in Alabama in 1820, and somebody has the word darling, D-A-R-L-I-N-G. The have to read that line. Uh, they're not going to say darling. They're going to say doll. And uh, um, but of course, it's not obligated to to follow my my uh, my recommendations. Uh, everybody's allowed to write as badly as they want. Um, no, seriously. Uh, the last thing we want to do is command writers uh, how 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 to write. Just trying to support. People who are warriors in the uh, battle for uh, engagement—that's um, what you want to do with your reader and with the audience in the movie theater. Engage them, connect them to uh, the story that you're telling. In any event, um, uh, I st- so we don't have to <laughs> agree about that. You know, you—I'm just making a recommendation. That's all. I said, why don't we go through this? Let's let's go through the notes. And suddenly she noticed on the back of the last page where the general comments were, um, the grade which was written up at the top of the of that page, and it was A minus. She was stunned. She said, "Is that the grade A minus?" I said, "I said yes. Uh, that that's right. A A minus. That's the that's the grade." She she was short of breath and extremely agitated, and she said, "What? What? 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 Why? A, a minus? Why did you give me a grade of A minus?" And so I said to her, "I said I thought uh, that uh, you did really, really good work, and, and so I gave you a really, really good grade." Hey, you know what? I'm a college professor for over forty years. I. I told you earlier in this very podcast, um, retired from that now, but, uh, you know, I'm well-read. I'm a uh, uh, cultured, literate kind of kind kind of of guy. Um, uh, why, uh, um, well, I I never had much better than A minus. Indeed, I was a, I was a uh, not a particularly good good student. Uh, I was really like a B student, and became a tenured full professor at a at the most competitive uh, institution of higher learning in the world. Uh, the program that I led was the leading such such program, and I had great grades. But I would have thought A minus was, was pretty. Pretty good. In any event, she could not uh, get a grip on herself. I said, "You know, I'm happy to to go through these these uh, these notes, but but uh, I could see she she just was too agitated and 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 too upset and too stricken with grief, and I think maybe rage." 
Um, uh, you might not anticipate <laughs> encountering such stuff when you become an educator, but uh, it's there. Um, uh, and I told her, we, we can review these pages or not. We don't have to if, if, if she doesn't want to. And she seized the script and fled in tears, sobbing uh, from the meeting. Um, I just think that's making too much of a, uh, an issue of, of a great, don't you? Uh, reason I tell you about it though is to, uh, not to make, make points about failures of my, uh, uh, teaching career, but, but to tell you once again, don't do it. It's very often racist. I'll say to my, uh, wife, I'm going to the store. Because I'm a white guy, they'll write that if that were dialogue, G-O-I-N-G. But if it were a black guy, if it were Latino, they would, they would write G-O-I-N apostrophe because that's the way they, they talk. It's bunk. Don't do it. Shakespeare got through 37 plays, 36 plays. How many plays did he write? Uh, never transliterated the dialogue. Uh, <laughs> the dialogue. Thanks for listening to Get Real with Richard Walter. Please subscribe on um, uh, Substack and Medium and, and do share these episodes, uh, these podcasts with pals on social media. And come on back and listen to me next time.